0: research news and tools all around open innovation hands-on advice to the point from Omind for you hi i'm sophie and i help you get an open mindset for innovation and digitalization hello and welcome back to a new episode of open up to innovate so uh, last episode clara actually was talking about her master thesis and now it is my turn because i have also done a thesis on open innovation but uh, to be a little bit more precise my topic was about open innovation at the public broadcasters in germany um yeah the, the fact or why this is for me very important is that um, I was studying a course, like my my uh, study, my focus sort of um, goes in the direction of journalism and um, or media production and journalism. And so I found it very important because I also work together with a lot of people from the public broadcasting and I always see the obstacles and I always see that they sort of have a problem with their structure and I was just wondering how much of open innovation you can find in a company that is even a little bit new to the whole innovation Mm. process let's say it like that and yeah so my aim was not to really get a precise answer to my question was rather to get a i don't know an overview or broad overview on the topic to clear the path for further research because it is a topic nobody has really ever um, put a focus on or has ever researched on. So, uh, I tried to answer two questions. The first one was, uh, to what extent does public broadcasting in Germany practice open innovation? And the other question was, which requirements does it fulfill in order to be able to optimally implement open innovation? Uh, in order to find that out, I actually pursued nine qualitative interviews with nine experts, from, with various public broadcasters and innovation experts. But yeah, what did I find out? So it is a little bit as I thought it would be. Um, so yeah, they definitely need open innovation in order to keep up with digitalization and the younger audiences, but at some point they even do open innovation, although it most of the time seems rather or a bit like it's an accident. Well, ultimately the general structure and the idea of open open innovation, I always say open innovation, it's just on my mind, I guess. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but the idea of the public broadcasters offers some advantages to be able to really conduct open innovation. The individual broadcasters in the different states in Germany are already accustomed to interacting with other members of the broadcasting system because they're spread all around Germany, so they do have to communicate because it's sort of a little bit like a very big organization, but they're also like tiny organizations that all play together in this whole system of public broadcasting in Germany. And uh, so it is true that they quite frequently contact, cooperate and actually conduct open innovation. And in doing so, there are many efforts to promote knowledge sharing inside the individual broadcasting companies. And um, while well, the bigger broadcasting firms do have the financial possibilities to own or even build innovation centers, and of course, it's always a bit like, okay, they, they just have the center and they put it outside the company so they don't have to deal with it. That's what I thought at first. But actually, there's no question of this ivory tower, how, uh, sorry, <laughs> um, like how it was referred to by, to by Rothwell. It's rather a central point of contact. They do serve as advisors and linkers and therefore appear to be a very good basis for open innovation. So I do think all of the um, public broadcasters, not only the big ones, should have these kind of innovation centers because they really do link innovational forces together and they actually uh, bring an innovation mindset to into the company. Or oh, they, they even, they try. <laughs> So it it like although innovations sort of take place with a high participation of members within the public broadcasters, um. But the step further, you know, to to other companies and industries, not just themselves, like or not just the public broadcasting organization or yeah the broadcasters themselves. Um. So the the step further out to other companies and industries that does not really happen too often. Nevertheless, there are already signs that there is support for expanding the scope of the industry and that it does meet um, with open doors. So yeah, there is still some hope. For example, uh, one of the experts was actually um, telling me about how they do sort of um, I don't know for what it was exactly, they, they, he wasn't quite clear on that, but he was telling me how they already search out to um, fashion brands or fashion industries to get their expertise on certain matters for problems they do have within the company. So that is active open innovation procedure. Um, it's just, as I said, it, it's sort of, it sounds a little bit accidental or it's like, like some things. That's not institutionalized. It's, it's more like something one person was thinking of and then they were other were like, okay, we can do that once. But yeah, when we now look at the stuff they always do, like inventing new formats and shows for especially a younger audience, you can see that within the um, innovation process, they already use Open Innovation like a routine sort of because they do actually interact and talk with the users very frequently to develop um, these new formats. So, yeah, so you, there are some things, they don't just—they don't really call it open innovation, but they do sort of, there are these little, these, these tiny procedures, these little practices that are already going in the right direction. But now if we zoom out of it again, It can be said that the different uh, public broadcasters and departments have different challenges, actually depending on their size and areas of responsibility, have different, like, you know, they, they have different challenges. Large public broadcasting firms have the financial means to look beyond company boundaries and they try out different innovation practices and Um, they try to adapt to different innovational practices but also because of their size there are still so many structures slowing them down pronounced hierarchies and also like the, the knowledge management is difficult to establish small public broadcasters on the other hand they do have an open corporate culture in which internal knowledge exchange is a matter of course and above all necessary and because they don't have you know the financial means and the hierarchies are way less pronounced which means that the managers are much closer to the editors which of course that's normal because the the company is not that big You, you have many people that have to do many things and they um, you know, when the company is not that big, you you even when you go on a break, you see them and you can talk to them, which is great. However, they do lack the means and influence to transfer this exchange of knowledge to externals or to the other public broadcasters to make a difference there. So, um, one thing that I was thinking of was, okay... They don't have the financial means and when the small companies or like the small public broadcasters have a problem, they always stretch out through the bigger ones and ask them for tips, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But it doesn't seem like the big companies are just, you know, looking at the smaller ones just to see what they might be doing right. Because there are formats from the small ones which are very successful, very good and they were brought on the way so fast because the ways between the different employees are way shorter than the bigger ones. It just, you know, time is money, is what they say, I guess. Um, and just uh, the the slow procedures um, within the big companies, the slowing down, and the that the ways between the different employees are so. Or like the... the oh, how is it called? Like the different... Um, or the departments. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. The different departments. They're way too far from one another. And they don't have to depend on each other. Because the departments are very well equipped. When it comes to the smaller ones. They're not as well equipped. So they have to work together to make something work. But it works. So yeah. They, they do. So like the bigger ones really can learn from... The smaller ones <laughs> um but of course there are obstacles to open innovation that are all across the public broadcasters in germany so um for example there's this very homogeneous workforce in terms of like education and social backgrounds as well as the inhibitions to move outside the public broadcasting cosmos And you know these these problems can be transferred to the entire system and there are of course tendencies that the public broadcasters open up. As I said, the fashion brands are the bigger ones and um, that the smaller ones do communicate that much with the bigger ones. Um, so, and and you know, they, they also start to be, to work in an interdisciplinary way and they do think or, or, or start to think outside the box. And of course, a very, very big part of that is that they are also starting to stretch out to, or like putting more focus on the social on the social media, uh, which is a great way to communicate with users, at all, but also with other companies, to show what they're doing and to really exchange their knowledge through social media. So um, the fact that the focus of the new offerings and the new formats is also increasingly on social media, such as TikTok and Instagram, that might also have a positive effect on the possibilities of conducting open innovation together with the users. When you now think in the long term, all of this could make the public broadcasters an exciting example um, and even a role model for open innovation in the media cosmos. There's just a little, little things like bringing in some, like an open innovation mindset into HR of, the different broadcasters because uh, that way they can get a little bit of more diversity in the workforce and in the staff which might be a very an amazing first step Um, and I really do hope that they keep doing what they're doing and they keep improving and also pushing forward to really go outside the company's borders I'm very excited to see where that's going so that, that would be actually sort of uh, my thesis or like w- what was coming out of uh, my research sort of. I hope it was understanding um, or I, I managed to, <laughs> to bring it across well. If not, please contact us on, on social media. Um, we are on LinkedIn and on, um, on Instagram Or stretch out, uh, you can also stretch out to me. I can just um, send you my bachelor thesis if you're very interested. Uh, Thank you very, very much for tuning in. Uh, I hope my voice was fine. And yeah, goodbye. Open Up to Innovate is a podcast by All Mind Consulting. A consulting company that empowers for open innovations and helps to create an open mindset.